Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a family member holding a kid for ransom. We'll get to that story in a bit, but first, Entitled Mom accuses me of luring her kid to my car, then is upset I didn't offer him snacks. So it's the first week of school, and my nephew Andy and his friend Falcon are attending the same school again. This, however, is a new school, not the last one. Both my sister-in-law and my neighbor Sissy, Falcon's mother, have me on their emergency contact, and given that I have an active role in both the boys' life, I was asked to come in and walk the halls, do the meet and greet, and fill out some information. I've been given this little yellow card for when they get off the bus, as Clarissa and Sissy are both at work. The boys and little Beth will be chilling at my house for after school. I have a card for Beth as well. All things are good, and everyone's happy. Later, I'm waiting at the bus stop at my 2000 Civic, which is immediately a ricer. I have a kid on it that makes it look like a skyline. I'm driving it a lot right now because I've agreed to give it up to my niece for her 16th, and I want more time with my first car after putting almost 10 years of work into it. Things start when I hear a lady, we'll call her Karen, not because she's a Karen, but because I know that's her name, talking crap about my car. She's over there standing outside her Ford Focus looking like the mean witch she always is. I know Karen well enough. Her son, who we'll call Dennis like the menace, was once Falcon's friend and would be at my house with Andy and Falcon and their other friend Puck. Puck isn't his name, but I call him that and it's a nickname that sticks. He looks like the character from Gargoyles when I was little. Little boy with long platinum blonde hair and elven features. He likes the nickname. His parents get the joke but he is a timid and feminine little boy. So, a little backstory on why I'm bringing this up. Puck, Dennis, Andy, and Falcon were over at my house a lot. Puck would come by all the time to get otter pops or fruit snacks or muffins randomly, even when Andy wasn't around. He's a good kid. They would play with him all the time. Then one day, he stopped coming over when Andy and Falcon were over, but would still stop by randomly. So, I'd noticed that Dennis was being a brat to Puck. And I had a couple times stopped Andy and Falcon from being mean or saying mean things to the kid. They never mistreated this kid before Dennis started hanging out with them. Turns out, Karen, Dennis's mom, is like hardcore this Westboro Baptist-style Christian and thinks little Puck is gay and didn't want Dennis hanging around him. She even came to my house and talked to me saying that she didn't want Puck there when Dennis was there, which I kindly told her to go Puck herself. You don't dictate what happens in my home. She hit me up with, you're not even the kid's father kind of crap. Falcon's dad was still alive at this point, so I asked him to tell her to go Puck herself. Sissy don't like her, no way. Well, I came to find out from Puck's mother that Dennis had told Puck that he couldn't play with him at my house anymore, and Dennis had beat up Puck. I went to talk to Dennis about this later when he was at my house, and he said his mom told him it was okay because Dennis was an F-word and he was going to heck. These kids aren't even 11 yet. So I went to talk to Karen, who was a real witch about it, like terrible, and I ended up saying that Dennis couldn't come back to my house. 
Also, I talked to Falcon and Andy about what Dennis did, as well as what he's been saying and talked to their parents. End result, neither Clarissa or Sissy wanted the kids to be around Dennis. Sissy didn't like Dennis because of all the trouble he caused in her house. This was just the final straw. So, fast forward, Karen's giving me this stink eye and I'm just ignoring her. The bus comes, Andy and Falcon get off and they come to the car. All the kids are fascinated by my car, and I hardly let the kids ride in it instead of my truck because, well, I worked all summer long back in 2006 to get those fancy seats and stuff. I usually don't even like to have little kids in it, but I'm cruising and we're gonna go to Rita's today, Italian Ice. A bunch of the neighborhood kids come up and they're talking and asking about the car. I'm letting them see the inside, though I'm wiping hands and whatever. I've got a little thing on the front like Knight Rider. Yes, I'm a nerd, but it's cool. Buses come. We're waiting for Beth's bus. She goes to a different school. And eventually Dennis gets off the bus. He sees Andy and Falcon. He sees the car. He sees me and he comes over. Now, I can be a jerk and tell the kid to get lost, but I'm not particularly venomous about the kid. He comes up and his mother comes quickly. He asks me if he can see the car. He's always been into it. I look at Andy and Falcon who are like, not sure what to do. And I'm like, sure Dennis, take a mask, wipe your hands. I got a box of masks and gloves and hand wipes and stuff. Half that crap was in the car before COVID, but you know, little kids can't be vaccinated. And they got grubby little Cheeto hands. His mom does not like this. I hear her screech. What's going on? What are you telling him? He's actually cool about it. He says, it's okay, mom. He just asked me to wipe my hands and wear a mask. He's gonna let me sit in the front. She starts in with me. Why does he have to wear a mask? The other kids aren't wearing a mask. I tell her the ones who jumped in my car got a mask and had to wipe their hands. She then goes off about COVID and blah blah, but then takes a turn when she says something in her tirade about me luring kids to my car, which I had to stop and stare at her butt. Now, Andy, my nephew, he's been in the car many times. He knows that if you lift something in the back seat, there's a cooler down there, so he goes for the snacks. He always does. While this crazy lady's yelling at me, after a moment of craziness and the boys munching on chips, Beth shows up. I'm so happy. I close my doors, lock them, and go get her. I come back. Karen is still in my car waiting to fuss at me. Dennis is waiting to get into the car. I tell him, maybe next time, because I just want to leave. He asks if he can have a snack. I look at his mom and she goes, What? You're not going to even offer him a snack? You gave the other kids snacks. Technically, Andy gave Falcon and the little Asian Indian kid, I don't know his name, snacks for my car. If he didn't give Dennis one, that was intentional. I know Andy, and he's a little stinker in the making, but I'm like, Sure, fine. What do you want? We got chips and juice and some mini stickers. All crap I can't eat no more in my diet, but I keep my car and my shelves stocked. Gotta use that Costco card for something. Dennis doesn't want a snack now. He wants to get into the car. I think he thinks it's either or. Like, he can't do both. His mom snarls and tells him to get a snack. Then Beth asks if we're going to Rita's and I say, yeah, we'll go to Rita's. And she says she hopes they have a birthday cake. Dennis goes, ooh, birthday cake, can I go? And I don't want to say, hey, you mini hate crime to kids, so Sissy and Clarissa don't want you around the kids, and they don't like you, which would be the truth. Instead, I immediately get slick at the mouth and say, 
I don't think that's a good idea. Wouldn't want to lure you in with my car and the promise of treats. Looking directly at his mom, who then lays into me for not offering to take the kid. Not five minutes after she said that crap earlier. She then starts talking loud and getting the other parents there involved. But this is my neighborhood, and most of these people know me, Andy, and Falcon. And Dennis has been a little crap forever and people are tired of Karen. So thankfully the most unlikely person in the world spoke up. The old Asian lady who was so sweet I didn't think she spoke English or spoke it well. But she told her to shut up and take her bad kid home. And I heard that clear enough. Folks were laughing. She scowled at me. And I told Dennis he could sit in the front seat before he left if his mom agreed. Of course she didn't called me a jerk and rug her kid off. After that we went to Rita's and all was good, but I heard the kids talking about Dennis's crazy mom the whole time. I tried to stir the conversation away, talking about the first day of school and all that, but nope, they wanted to talk about Dennis and his crazy mom. So yeah, that's my experience with an entitled mom. Problem is, this is probably gonna be a thing since we're picking up the kids at around the same time. Though the rest of the week, she only glared at me from her punk car. And Dennis had arrived before Andy and Falcon since, so it's not been a huge deal. But I'm sure that woman is a ticking time bomb. Honestly, I just think, even if Dennis was a great kid, if their mom is going to go around and without hesitation throw accusations like that around at you, it is in your best interest to not engage with either of them. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy fueling your hatred for these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, my father beats up me and my sister, almost ended my mother, and thinks he's the right one. So, the title is literally what it says, my mother almost died, he spanked the crap out of me and my sister, so... I'll try to fill up as much information as I can, and also this lawsuit that's going on. I don't know how much I can talk about it, so about that, I'll be as minimal as possible. The first important thing is that he always had affairs, and this one of seven years is the one that destroyed everything. He got an affair child while me and my sister were working for him, trying to advertise him as the new city counselor, which he won, and while me and her were working hard, he was having a night with another one. The second is he had a heart condition that expands his heart and makes it weak. We always tried to stop confronting him about stuff, but he always used this as an excuse and basically asked silly things to us like, get the remote behind me or get the water beside me. Things pretty much that he could do. I've been trying to get a father-son relationship a lot, but he always started to make fun of me and my mother in front of visitors, always did something bad. Once I brought water to him and he started to argue that the cup was broken in the border. I didn't notice anything. He suddenly grabbed me by the neck and started squishing it with his nails. It bled a lot that day. He never said sorry to anything and he always thought it was right and this happened a lot. Now to the story. It was Tuesday, in August, it was near my birthday of 16 years. I think it was 9.30pm. There were five visits, two medical students, and one of them is a police officer. Two were buying beer in the near store and one was sitting with the other two. I was playing league with some friends in a call. Then my mother got into my room and asked if I was finishing. I said, 20 minutes and this match is over. Then my father came and started to say something about one of them sleeping in my room for the day. 
I was stressed, so I said, don't bother me now. He crossed the room, cornered me on my desk, and gave me two punches? Started screaming, say that again. He proceeded to give me six punches, picked my laptop up as he was trying to slap me with it, and my mother got a panic attack, and she started to go pale and almost fell to the floor. I proceeded to help her get in the bed. I was crying and shocked about her getting sick. My sister went into my room, picked up the laptop, saw her mother, and started an argument with him. She said, stop this R, you're drunk, stop. Then correct this son of a witch, he said. Son of a witch, is that a fair daughter of yours? Now stop. He got mad and pulled her hair, kicked her knees, and started to punch her too. She didn't do nothing, just stared at him while asking for help for my mother. He slipped on the pole and was pulling her hair while he was falling. While this was happening, I was trying to help my mother. She was passing out. I screamed for help. The visitors enter the room and separate my father from my sister. I don't remember what happened later with my father, but he was outside screaming in the phone about her being wrong and that my mother was faking everything. I didn't listen to the rest. The two medical students checked her blood pressure. She didn't have pressure. I was crying. I don't know what I was doing or thinking. My room was trashed. My mother was dying. A police officer didn't do nothing. How the freak did they not hear the things inside? I was trying to process everything. They asked me and my sister salt, sugar, and water. Three hours of despair and cries. Our mother got better, but my father was still screaming on the phone. We went into my sister's room because my room was trashed. We locked the door and tried to sleep, but I couldn't. I was shocked. My mother almost died. Her blood pressure was going, her heart was almost stopping the beat. I remember that he said something with an attorney of his, if they make a restraining order, ask our informant about it and say it. Which means he'll have privileged information from the justice system, which is not allowed. We stood awoke until 3am because he didn't stop spreading lies on the phone. The next day we filed for a restraining order in the police station. We explained everything and we stood at grandma's house for a while. We heard that my father spread lies about us, that we did that because of the affair child, that my son said to me to freak off, but I didn't. Then he changed it to, he said to freak off three times. I was angry. I'm still mad. He almost got rid of my mother because he thought he was right spanking anyone who dares say a word. I shouldn't say this now, but my mother wanted to help the affair child. She wanted to take care of her like he took care of my sister. He was better to my sister than me. I fear for that child's protection. For real, he isn't a good father. The lawsuit that's going on is to get our rights, child support, and the house. But the problem is, he's using dirty... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Tricks and lies to get everything in his way, and his attorney even committed a crime in doing so. I'll short everything that he did so far. One, change the child support price. It was 4200 but now it's 1500 He lied about his salary through a source which counts taxes and debts, which child support is above to. Two, tried to report us to the police for things we didn't do. I just hope that OP can take any kind of documented proof they can to whatever lawyers they have, and I hope there is justice in that courtroom. Our next story is, my sister is holding my nephews for ransom, trying to ruin my relationship with my fiancé, got our dad involved, and she wants my full 300000 inheritance. So, a couple of days ago, my brother-in-law called me and said, Hey, your mother's in a lot of pain and she's tired. Can you watch my kids? I have to go to work. I wanted to see my nephew, so I said yeah. A recap, my twin sister screwed me up mentally and physically for years. I just found out because she wanted a lot more of my inheritance money that I was originally giving to her, and she sold my grandfather's chair. However... Everyone found out that she was a jerk because she decided to push me at her son's birthday party. So she's not talking to me. She's blocked me on everything. And she's blaming me for her actions. However, I've been checking up on her and her husband and she's losing her crap. But she's not letting me see my nephews until I give her her portion of my inheritance. My nephew spent about five hours here. Then my phone rings picked it up and my twin sister immediately started yelling at me why do you have my kids i told her to calm down and she started yelling at me more why do you have my kids you know you're not allowed to be around my kids anymore mom watch them they're fine going to mom's i remind my sister that our mother is handicapped and she can't chase a toddler i'm around and take care of a three-month-old baby that's why i always go over there to help Well, apparently I'm not allowed to speak or see my nephews because I won't give her my inheritance money. She was on her way to pick him up. She hung up and I immediately called my brother-in-law. He said he would meet twin sister there to try to calm her down. My brother-in-law beat twin sister and arrived first. A few minutes later, twin sister arrived and started arguing in the driveway. I was from the upstairs window because I wasn't in the mood to deal with her crap. My fiancé took the kids outside and put them in my brother-in-law's car and then they left. About five minutes later, my twin sister called me and explained how I shouldn't talk to her, shouldn't talk to her husband, that I chose my family, I kicked her out of my life. I was like, what about my nephews? Y'all, I heard the smugness through the phone. Well, if you want to see my kids, I would like that 100000 you promised me. No, I want the whole 300000 I deserve back for all the trouble you caused me. I sat there dumbfounded. I asked, you want all my inheritance now? And my sister said, well, if you want to see your nephews, yeah. She's holding my nephews hostage because I won't give her some of my inheritance. And now you want all of my money? I just hung up the phone. Screw that noise. My brother-in-law apologized for twin sister again and I said, this isn't your fault. Stop apologizing. He said hopefully me and twin sister can be sisters again, but I told him that probably won't be anytime soon. I told my boss what happened, and when he came home, he shook his head and said, I'm too old for this crap. However, it's not over. So this morning, Oz, my fiancé, fake name, woke me up and explained that we needed to talk. He asked me if I ever slept with Zeke, 
a friend of my boss, fake name. I was confused. Oz showed me his phone and my twin sister, like the scummy witch she is, sent my Oz old screenshots of conversations with me talking about my sexual experience. See, my sister likes to get other people in trouble. She did this with all of our siblings. If she was in trouble, she would use something you've done or something you told her in confidence to get you in trouble just to get the heat off her. So my twin sister told my fiancé about all the sexual things I did with the caption, she's not so innocent as she seems. I originally told Oz that Zeke was just one of the people that I did something strange for a little change for. However, the screenshots that my sister sent him explained the truth, that Zeke and I were in a four-month relationship. So me and my twin sisters are dirty jerks. I went into great detail about the relationship and I understand why Oz was upset. It was supposed to be a one-time thing. Zeke got back with his ex-wife. I felt like he used me and we never spoke about it again. And I never told Oz about it because it's kind of hard to explain that I was 18 who slept with a darn near 50 year old man. It wasn't healthy for either. He wanted a warmed mouth. I got attached. He apologized, but I never really told anyone about it besides my sister and one of my boss's kids. I'm friends with the kids, and the last time I talked with him was when I was playing Phasmophobia with his daughter. We're friends now, but it took me a long time for me to be in the same room as Zeke. Oz and I talked some more and things settled down, but this isn't over. Enter my dad. So, I've been getting a lot of calls recently from numbers I don't recognize and I don't answer them. But this morning I woke up to a phone call. I thought it was one of my friends, so I answered it. I was surprised when an angry Egyptian man started cussing at me. Elise, what did you do? I was like, who is this? Then he yelled at me in Arabic, and I realized it was my dad. He started screaming, saying how I'm really hurting my sister, I'm taking food out of his grandchildren's mouth, that my sister needs the money. I don't respond to anyone talking to me in Arabic. You can only talk to me in English, but in Arabic, I will not respond to you. I don't call myself Egyptian because I try to disconnect myself from my father, and the only time I talk to him is when I check in on him because he's currently dying. So I said, Dad, I'm not going to talk to you if you keep talking to me in Arabic. Speak English. He stopped and talked to me in English. It was quiet, but then he started ranting on me about how I could disrespect my culture, blah, blah, blah. And I just hung up on him and didn't take any more of his call and went back to sleep. Until the boss came in on the phone, saying my dad was at our old house screaming at his nephews, who are the new owners. I rolled out of bed and drove to the old house, and when we arrived, my sickly dad and my stepmom were yelling and banging on the front door, looking for me. I just rolled down the window, and they both charged at the car, and asked my dad what the freak he was doing. They immediately started screaming at me out of breath, you're an ungrateful child, you're disrespectful, your sister does everything for you. You've always been jealous of her, her business, her successful career, or her husband, and you're jealous that you're single and don't have a man, and no one will love you because you're fat and ugly. This is usual from them, because my twin sister was the favorite among the two of us. I didn't really recognize it until I got older twin sister got bikes, more food, got prettier clothes. And my mom's always been pissed when dad gave her twin sister things and then they gave me nothing. 
and my father's other children took their hatred for my twin sister and put them on to me. The only one I bonded with was my transgender sister. Eventually, I stopped going over there because I was getting sick and tired of being mistreated. Oz rolled up to the window and asked what I wanted to do. Call the big guns or call the cops? I was sad, tired, and wanted to go back to sleep. I don't want my sickly father and stupid stepmom to go to jail. I looked at my dad as my stepmom spit on and banged on the window and said, Call the cavalry. Who's the cavalry? Do you all remember Philip? You know, that six foot eight, 300 pound, pure muscle, tattooed Muslim man with autism that can crush your head between his hands without even trying? So the man that lives in my boss's old house was Philip, and he came out pissed as heck. My dad and stepmom cowered immediately when they saw him. He stood by the car door and just looked terrifying as usual. My fiance got out to talk to my sperm donor. I took a deep breath and calmly asked what they were looking for. My dad, like the stubborn jerk he is, started screaming again, but with one aloud shut up from Philip. He immediately stopped. I sighed and told my dad to go home, but it was too early for them to be out. My stepmom looked me up and down, called me promiscuous because I was in my nightgown not wearing pants. Oz took one look at my stepmom and commented on her mustache. She covered her mouth and I bust out laughing. My dad was about to yell again but stopped and remembered that I was using my guide dog privileges. Philip, my stepmom told Oz that he was rude and my dad asked who he was. I introduced Oz as my fiance. They were shocked. Now, when I say Oz was out of my league, I'm Jabba the Hutt and he is Princess Leia. Yeah, that level of out of my league. Maybe it's because he's constantly high or that he's dumb that Oz is willing to settle this low. So if your low-life, fat-as-heck, unattractive daughter tells you she's marrying this red-headed ex-football player man-child, eyebrows will be raised. My stepmom called me a liar, and I just pointed to my engagement ring. Oz stuck out his hand to my father and said, Nice to meet you, Dad. My dad just stood there. This man has called me every name under the sun to make sure I knew I was trash and that no man will ever love me. It finally hit him that I am lovable and I can get a man that's built like a Greek god. And it pissed him off. See, my dad wanted me to marry a man from his home country to a point where he would try to set up an arranged marriage and try to sell me off to the most disgusting man you've ever seen. He started screaming, you can't marry this man, you can't marry this man, you can't marry this man, I'm your father, you have to listen to me. Philip was about to step in, but Oz beat him to it. Shut up, you two-faced jerk, you're just as witchy and catty as twin sister. My dad said that Oz shouldn't have called his daughter a witch, and Oz screamed, what the freak is OP then? Because you've been calling her out of her name, insulting her this whole time. You're a poor excuse for a man and God I hate you. Now you have two options. Stay and this huge dude, gesturing to Philip, can make you die quicker. Or you can also stay and this dude, points to Philip again, charges you with trespassing. And that person behind you, the cop who lives across the street that was also watching the whole entire thing, can arrest you. So are you going to piss off? My stepmom was like, So you're just going to sit there and let this man insult your father like this? And Oz said, 
he isn't her father. Any man can be a dad, but it takes a real man to be a father. My father let out a re, stormed off to his car, dragging his wife with him. After that, I just needed a hug. I didn't cry, so that's good. It was a weird experience, but I needed to do that. I needed to confront my dad, even though I didn't do the talking. It still felt good to get it off my chest. I thanked the cavalry for helping me, and he told me to pay him back in pizza. And now I'm getting phone calls and text messages from relatives that I haven't talked to in a long time. Because my dad went to Instagram and took one of my photos of me and Oz and acted like a proud father on Facebook and that he's proud that his lovely daughter is engaged. Thank God he doesn't know I'm pregnant. This crotchety old man is everything that they try to call other people. Two-faced, awful, horrendous. The fact that they could have that whole experience there turn around and post on social media love my lovely daughter and her engagement it's so ridiculous but with that being said that's all the time we have for today now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of entitled parents check out that video on the left or if you missed my latest video check out that video on the right that said i'll see you all next time with some more stories Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.